The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you're listening in the podcast feed, it is probably Friday, November 19th. Happy birthday to my cousin Aaron, Aaron Brinson, or Aaron Fawcett now. And of course, happy birthday to your own cousin's last name. That's weird. She got married, so her name changed from Brinson to Fawcett. And happy birthday to your cousin married Farrah Fawcett. Awesome. Hate both of you. This so story much. gets better by the second. And happy birthday to my good friend Powell Baggett. Also, oh, Jesus, it's X number of years. And I'm not really sure how many it is. I think that name it's sounds probably 11. Since He's a I hobbit. Since I proposed to my wife, November Ooh. 19th. Ooh, about that, huh? X yeah. number of years. He said breach. So just be clear about that point. Which, which reminds me. By the way, joining me, of course, to recap: Patriots, Falcons, J- Ryan Wilson, John Breach. What's up, boys? Uh, I'm doing better, and I'm a little under the weather. I'm still doing better than, than Matt Ryan. Oh, you have COVID. Did he want that out there? I don't know if he want. It's out there. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I actually was diagnosed today with COVID. Give me diagnosed. The test came back uh, detected. So yeah, I've been feeling under the weather. Not sorry, terrible. I didn't do that. That was that kind of. I feel pretty can good. I, can I catch it through the microphone? What is the? Do I need to sit back six? Yeah, feet? put your mask on. <laughs> um. Anywho, no. you're, I mean, no, I mean, like, I hope. You're you're double vax. You're fine. That, that explains why you've been under the weather the last two days. I'm fine. Yeah, I feel like I have a cold. That's it. But at my jo- the joke was before you. By the way, the worst straight man All ever. Right, I, I can't believe that slipped out of my mouth. <laughs> you're about to die. I'm doing better than Matt Ryan. Yes, but you're about to die. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I was gonna bring up. Good, th- good thing the- Ryan's in a joking mood. I know, right? Hopped I was gonna on, bring. Uh, well, you know what? Ryan's in a joking mood, right? Because I mean, Matt Jones is a boss, and the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. With even Matt after Jones. that interception, um, I was going to bring up your miserable engagement story, where you baked a terrible pan of brownies, left them in the fridge for your wife with "Didn't bake them." Will you, bought will them you marry me? Written on them, uh, something like that. I, but again, I didn't bake them; I bought them. Let's get the. I mean, let's get the terrible. That's arguably like, worse, right? Oh, it's, it's, that's it's, that's why. Yeah, it's okay, I'm just making worse. sure. Objectively why, worse. Why? Uh, why are we going to bring that up? Because I was saying that it had been X number of years since I proposed. Oh, right. Yeah, fair enough. Yep. Got, got, 12? Got was that Breach proposed, by the way? Did we ever get that? Um, I think you did. You probably must... don't remember, though. Yeah. I, I will just say it was in La Jolla, California. But, man, I came to your wedding. What else do you want? 
That's true. That was a fun wedding. It was. was. I wish we knew all the lies that you were going to tell us in the subsequent years so we could ask your dad and your family about it in real time. Is this true? This is not very... Breach isn't even married. The kid he talks about, we've never seen it. You guys could just keep going. The whole wedding was a stunt where I hired people. You guys don't know. You're right. Everyone in in the YouTube chat says, get well, Wilson. Also, this is, of course, a podcast, but we go live on YouTube. The schedule changes during the holidays, so... For instance, Thanksgiving, we will not be live for a pick show at 1 p.m. But every week when there's not a holiday, 1 p.m. Thursday pick show. 1 p.m. Tuesday, Wilson hosting a draft show. I'm told, sources tell me, be a little Wilson and Brady Quinn bromance next week on the uh, Brady Quinn football show. Yeah, to quote Bart Scott, can't wait. Yeah, you and and, uh, Brady get along great. It's going to be a good show. You're talking draft. And uh, also... Of course, we recap Thursday Night Football, as we're doing right now, live on YouTube, Sunday Night Football, and Monday Night Football with the three of us. We will give away tonight, Sunday, and Monday a hat that says Brinson sucks on it. I don't know why this is a thing. I don't know why I'm embracing it. Wait, wait. You know why it's a thing. I'm not sure why you're embracing it. The listeners love it, Brinson. That's all that matters. And Wilson loves it, and I love it. Yeah. So smash the like button on uh, on this video. And we'll give away uh, Debo. Uh, that we, Thursday live show next week, that's on Thanksgiving. So if we're a little tipsy, that is why. Are we doing a Thursday live show on Thanksgiving? I don't know. I'm not in charge. I'm just telling you, you mentioned it. So I'm just letting you know, but also the people know. Fortunately, we have the uh, the voice in the sky, there. Debo. Uh, Debo, I think that like this game wasn't that great. So I'm guessing the numbers won't be huge. Are we giving away a hat? We're sure? going to try to give away a hat. Okay. Um, we're already at 50 likes. So nice. I think we can oh, get to a good number. And uh, second question that I could probably ask you offline and not on this live podcast. But the answer is probably yes. <laughs> are we doing a live show after the Thanksgiving games? That's the plan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have to. Uh, have to we, talk we to drink all. wine all day. It's it's the greatest show there, or the worst, depending on your your point of view. By the way, uh, Brinson, you probably things, have. I got some things to tighten up for that show. I say, Brinson, you have plans? Guess where I'll be? Seven days from now, right in my basement. Quarantined oh, in the basement. How long do you have to quarantine for? Uh, I came down with symptoms on Monday, so ten days from that. So it might be actually that's actually a little longer than Thursday is too far, but that cuts into my. Joke. That's like the day you could travel, right? Wait, or, or go upstairs. Wait, wait, hold on. Just so, I mean, just I mean, obviously, I I want, I want you to get well and feel better. So you can't. But, go, there's a butt coming. <laughs> so you can't go to like any Thanksgiving stuff. Oh no! Well, again, Monday. Just, Ten days, <laughs> 10 days from last Monday ends up being, I think, Wednesday. So next Wednesday, I think, is if you do 10 days of the math. But Probably. my wife had already put it off to next weekend anyway because her dad's out of town or something. Her sister's out of town. So, um, yeah. Uh, Hypothetically, people in the chat are asking, right. is Wilson vaxxed? Yes, Wilson is vaxxed. Yeah, I was about to get my booster shot because I'm an old person. Um, but there you go. Yep. Uh, anywho, the Patriots absolutely humiliated the Atlanta Falcons 25 nothing and I don't know if it was even that close the uh, the the Falcons no. finished with 165 yards they averaged 3.2 yards per play it was I don't know maybe like halfway through the second quarter and I started feeling really bad for Matt Ryan who was just getting like every every time he dropped back remember what I getting, said on HQ with the key so, Breach, here's the game that uh, we play on the podcast, and I mentioned it with Brinson on HQ Wednesday night. Uh, who would you rather have as your quarterback? 
And this week it's Ben Roethlisberger versus Matt Ryan. And again, I think it might be Big Ben this week just because uh, they're both pretty the, the sad. The Falcons would have gotten half the yardage they got tonight if Big Ben had been their quarterback in this I, game. I don't think this is about Matt Ryan or whoever. I mean, like Mac Mac Jones would suck as the Falcons. Well, Ryan, if you had if you had a choice of if you, if you had a choice of Ben Roethlisberger or Matt Ryan starting for the Steelers on Sunday, who would you pick? It's close, but the only reason I take Big Ben is because he can take a wallop in a little better. I feel like I feel safe with him. Take a licking and keep on ticking. Right. Just because well, he has a little belly. The thing, fat. With, the thing with big Ben is like, you know how if you live in a house for a long time, you know, the eccentricity, like the, or the, uh, the oddities. Cause I was going to say ex- eccentricities. eccentricities. Yes. Correct. <laughs> the oddities of a certain house. And like, you know how to fix stuff. Like, you know how to like big Ben is just, that's what he is with the Steelers. Yeah. He, you kick the radiator and it comes on. Yeah, like he knows the Gerber exactly. He knows he's like Gerber Biff starting his car in Back to the Future. Nice, he's Biff. You could have stopped that. <laughs> he is. He is Biff. Great he's call. Biff. Um, I don't put any of that on Matt Ryan. That's that yeah. Falcons team is broken, man. I mean, that Some interception. Of, can yeah, be put come on, on now. Him. That moon punt he threw to. I think that was McCordy the first one. I mean, you can blame was, <laughs> Kyle Pitts if you want. Yes, I get it. But if, uh, okay, all right. Let me let me phrase it a different way. Was that was this game more about the Falcons being terrible, or was this about the Patriots? Like taking care of business, getting on the radar. No, the, the latter, because the, we knew that the Falcons weren't a good football team, even though they were four and five coming to this game. I don't think anyone was under the assumption they were going to make a legit playoff push. Yeah, uh, I think it was like it was a little bit of both. I mean, we knew the Falcons were bad, but the Patriots, you know, the first three quarters, they couldn't put them away. It just felt like every time Atlanta got into New England territory, it's like, oh my God, they score a touchdown here. They're literally right back in the game, even though they've done absolutely nothing. And then, you know, the Patriots put the hammer down on two different third and ones and then another fourth and one. Um, but but like, I don't disagree with you at all, Breach. I, I mean, I, I bet on the Patriots minus six and said it was good at minus seven and minus like every, four and a half. But it was like every the Falcons would have the ball. The Pats are up 13. Nothing. You're like, oh, my God, quick touchdown by the Falcons. And, and like, you know, they're just going to be covering all of a sudden and. They just never, it was never in danger at all. No. Right? And then Matt Ryan dressed up as Josh Rosen and did the exact same thing. And then, uh, and then Felipe, <laughs> Felipe Franks did the Felipe oh, Franks. I, I, I tuna, he came in and threw an interception too? One pass, came, one pick. This is the first time since 2009 that three players threw an interception for one team in the same game. Who did in 2009? Please tell me it's the Bengals. It was not the Bengals. I wouldn't have shared the stat with you. It was the Bengals, Ryan, because you would have rubbed it in my face. Do you guys want to give me, uh, give me you guys a hint. Get one, 2009. one team 2009. to guess? And if yeah. you want a hint, uh, I will tell you that it was either an NFC or AFC South team. I was going to guess the Panthers, honestly. Uh, I'm going to guess the Titans. And you're both wrong. It was the Texans. Uh, yeah, 2009. Matt Schaub was, wasn't there yet. Matt Schaub was there. Matt Schaub, Rex Grossman, Grossman Chris, played with the Texans? Chris Brown. Not so that Chris Brown. Who was Chris Brown? The league in passing in like 2007, maybe? But I guess Chris Brown wasn't – He was. it was on a trick play. Oh, okay. I was trying to rack my uh, brain about Chris Brown, the quarterback. Yeah. I didn't even know oh, position he plays. So that's pretty hard to do. To uh, It is rare. Who was in the league in passing in 2009? Yeah. Uh, he one, threw, one of that, those passes with interception. <laughs> Oh, I guess he got hurt and then gross. Well, he only had to, if, if they were getting blown out, he wanted to throw one. You know, you get hurt in the third quarter, you miss the fourth quarter, you have backups come in, and it's possible. Um, 
Man, I had no idea Felipe Franks came in. I just after Josh Rosen, I went about my business and then next checked thing out, man. Rosen Check, threw the pick no and, and it was just too much for Arthur Smith. Sorry, we can't do that in our offense. So here, let's. I would, Franks I would there. like to encourage Arthur Smith to get on a treadmill or something because he doesn't look healthy and he is. I or, don't or go to a tan, like go to a beach and get some sun. The tanning thing, I'm not worried about, but he and he's so angry and understandably so. I get it, but uh, you, health it up so you don't you don't give yourself a premature health issues. Um, is he even 40 yet? He has to be, right? Oh, there oh the last time quarter- three quarterbacks threw a pick at a game was Jim Harbaugh. No, not three players, Wilson. Three quarterbacks. No, go ahead. I, I made a, I made a, I did this because Arthur Smith is literally 39 years old. He's younger than you two. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's young. He, he does look like someone who's a little bit tired. So, who are the three quarterbacks? Jim, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Leaf, and Moses Moreno. And how perfect is that? Because you have a veteran who's on his way out, Matt Ryan, Jim Harbaugh. You have a washed out rookie bust, Ryan Leaf and Josh Rosen. Jeez. And and then an alliterative named quarterback, Felipe Franks and Moses Moreno. What? My, my, my. Breaches on fire tonight. If you're watching, hit the like button on YouTube. We're trying to give away a Brinson sucks hat. We realized the game wasn't that exciting. We'll try and pull the best out of it. I thought that the, and look, the Falcons defense is, is, is really bad, (laughs) man. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris are, I mean, like they're good. They were explosive running the football. The, you could tell that the Patriots felt this was a statement game. Come in, take care of business against the Falcons. You got 10 days before the Titans. Then you get the Bills. Then you have a bye. Then the Bills again. Like, that's a like that's a big four-game stretch for the Pats to try and – I mean, they are – they're a very good chance to make the playoffs now. Probably 90%. Yeah, I don't know what the odds are, but uh, breach. Uh, what what did I say on HQ today, Brinson? 99%. That's the breach match. today. Which yeah. Before, breach, before, if you before are, the game. Uh, right. Breach, if you are – um. Sean McDermott, the Buffalo Bills, how nervous are you that you have to play this team twice now? I'm not sleeping tonight or tomorrow night or probably ever again until either I've clinched the division or beaten the Patriots in a couple weeks when these two teams play. I'm absolutely nervous. Uh, I mean, Belichick and the Patriots almost beat the Bills in one game last year. If Cam Newton doesn't fumble with like two minutes left when uh, New England oh, yeah. was driving down to tie it or sc- with a field goal or score a game-winning touchdown, and that was not a great Patriots team. This team is 10 times better. Uh, if I'm McDermott, I am wildly, wildly nervous, and especially because the Bills have to play him two times in the next uh, five weeks. Yeah, and in that time, the uh, Patriots get their bye. That is true. So bye between the Bills games, I believe. Right? Yes, they're, they're, so. they go Bills, bye, Colts, Bills. Oh, 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 so it's not Bills on back. Right, end, right, like right, the, right. But there is a bye. Browns that have the Ravens bye, Ravens, which is yeah. That's that's weird. I don't like that. Crazy. It's crazy. Um, I mean, like, no, I'll say this. Actually, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. Oh, boy. Are we doing it? Oh, I may mess it up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back for the break, we're going to let Wilson act like a peacock. Woo. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So, you look at this box score for the Patriots, and frankly, like, not, I mean, like, n- nothing stands out from an offensive perspective. They ran the ball. Uh, if you count the Kendrick Bourne and Brandon, I mean, obviously you count them, but I mean, it's like they ran the ball 24 times, good yards per carry, but nothing, no big numbers. Kendrick Bourne was their leading receiver, four catches, 42 yards. Nelson Aguilar, five catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. But Mac Jones, 22 of 26 for 207 yards, a touch, and, and a pick, which was not a great pick, but it was a really nice play by A.J. Terrell. Wilson, would you like to peacock a little bit about Mac Jones? Because, frankly, he looks I mean, like, he looks great. What is that, Breach? That's a peacock. It's a peacock. Oh, it's a peacock. You get the peacock. This is the official mascot right now. You is that could a have, it's an albino like, peacock. You could have slacked Debo and said, can you post a picture of a peacock with Wilson's head on it? He probably could have done that. There you go. I think Breach took that picture at the park. That's why he wanted to brag on that. Yeah, I saw a peacock. So peacock. No, Breach sent me a tweet during the game that he d- dug up from last February where I was, you know, t- pumping up Mac Mac Jones as uh, my number two quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence in terms of being ready to play this year. And, it, you know, whatever, it came true. So it is the, the takeaway for me is that, like, no one knows how this is going to work out. But it's just the fact that people get so angry during draft season that if you don't agree with the, as Pete calls them, what's he called the Twitter mob? Whatever he calls them, like uh, Twitter mob had their pitchforks out for you, Wilson. They did they had their pitchforks out. Them and the TikTok bros. TikTok um, tried to have you canceled. <laughs> hold on, wait. Uh... There it is. I'm just stopping by to say, fire Ryan Wilson. Ryan. Yeah, where's that guy right now? By the way. And that was all for Wilson's mock drafts and having Mac Jones so high. That played a big part in it. What was is... the TikTok stuff about Mac Jones? Oh, it was about the mock drafts being so terrible. And the, the only thing that Mac was Jones different. usually came up when uh, when he, he got ripped for his mock drafts. Because he would go third overall to San Francisco after all the trades happened, and people were like, "Oh, they're going to get Mac Jones," and everyone. That's what made people really angry that Mac Jones might be someone that would go third overall after. But like, if the trading. 49ers had Mac Jones, they'd probably be in first place in the division right now. Which is, I mean, you could say, well, what would Jimmy G look like on the Patriots? But Jimmy G had a chance to be on the Patriots, and. I know Tom Brady was still there. Didn't work out, but I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, that's fun. Also, I, I remember that I, the, one of the few things that I wrote that is a mock, a literal mock draft is after the draft, I went through and ranked all the draft classes. Guess who I had ranked first days after the Patriots or Patriot and the Patriots. If you recall after Nick Casario left and went to the Texans, Belichick made this passive aggressive sort of su- like not really subtle dig. He's like, you know, we, our drafts haven't been, up to our particular standard over the last few years, and then like coughed and yelled Nick Casario under his breath. Or it, it wasn't quite that know, true. No, I mean, he didn't really say oh. Nick. Casario. No, but he basically oh, said, We need to be better. It kind of threw Casario under the bus yes. as much as Belichick will ever throw someone under the bus. Huh. It, it was a, it was a, it was a very passive aggressive kick under the bus of Nick Casario. And then he went out and drafted Mac Jones. Christian Barmore, who's a monster on the interior, and uh, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who Ramondre Stevenson, excuse me, who looks explosive. uh, Exactly. There we go. It only took. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) 
Look at that. And, and all Mac Jones has done, he is now 5-0 and on the road, only the third rookie in NFL history to pull that off. Love Joining, it. any guesses? Um, Tom Brady. I'm going to guess Mark Sanchez is one. Those are your guesses. They are wrong. Ryan, you should have gotten this right because one of them was Ben Tom Brady Roethlisberger. Didn't say ben Roethlisberger, and then the other one was Dak Prescott. <laughs> oh, that makes sense, actually. Man, Debo is the talent. So, so Mac Jones is is now in the conversation with a two-time Super Bowl winner and a, a guy who is looking really good right now in the, in the MVP conversation. Let me ask you this. By, by the way, shout out to Debo, who uh, the only reason it took so long to get the Peacock photo up, he, he cut out the stuff around your head. Didn't he, no no shortcuts for Debo. Oh yeah, good job with the Photoshop, Debo. <laughs> um, oh, I, I almost forgot. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless is at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. That is what we call BOGO, kids. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you save a ton. With phone plans starting at just $15 a month, take advantage of this limited-time holiday sale and get any three-month Mint Mobile plan plus three months free at mintmobile.com slash pick six. That's mintmobile.com slash P-I-C-K-S-I-X. You're looking for BOGO cell phone. Go and sign up for it. Mint Mobile. Excellent. Mobile wireless plans. What were you about to say, Wilson? Uh, two things, Debo. I'll put this in Slack, and you can put it on the big board if you so choose, because it's it's uh, what we've come to expect from our buddy. And also, uh, Breach, I'll ask you this. And Brent, you can ask uh, answer as well. Is anyone taking Jamar Chase as the Office of Rookie of the Year, Breach? Uh, did we talk about that for a second? I don't know if, if here here as the absolute Homer Bengals fan, uh, if I had to put them neck and neck, I think I would give Mac Jones the edge right now because he plays a much more difficult position. Um, but it feels like those are the only two in the race. And, you know, it, it, Jamar Chase is quieted down the last couple of weeks because <laughs> teams have been trying to take him out of the game. So if the Bengals went there by a week and got that figured out and, and Jamar Chase, you know, blows up down the stretch, then he can still win it. But I do think it's either Mac Jones or Jamar Chase. I don't think there's really anybody else in the running unless people get crazy and want to give it to Roshan Slater, who I think hmm. – you could make an argument if somebody watches every single snap he plays, but I do think it's either Mac Jones or Jamar Chase with Mac in the slight, slight lead right now. Okay, so uh, two things. One, wait, Pete just tweeted that out like a yeah. minute ago. He must have just woke up. He actually, he actually, I'm on a text thread with Pete, and he hadn't texted in an hour. So he, he, was, he was crafting. He was crafting that tweet. So, so what's the tweet? What's the tweet for people who aren't watching? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Mac Jones is smart and accurate on the short throws, but at some point the ball has to go down the field. I, I don't. I mean, like I get what he's saying. He had like, one to Hunter Henry in like a third and five. He threw like fifteen yards downfield. One twenty-five, nothing. Why does he need to stretch? The, the ball field? doesn't have to go downfield if you're if you've won five straight games. If you can go into another team's stadium and shut them out. And mind you, they had not been shut out. They had not been shut out since week six of 1988. Yeah, like, why does he need to throw the ball down the field? Learn the game, Pete. You don't think Mac Jones can throw the ball down the field? Belichick and Josh McDaniels are designing an offense that is catered. This is what this is what drives me nuts about these teams that draft quarterbacks and don't cater to their skill set. Like Matt Nagy just will not put Justin Fields in in positions to accentuate. His physical skill set. 
the Patriots are taking what Mac Jones does well and emphasizing it. And it is causing that team to improve and to elevate. I mean, like, why is that that hard to figure out? You don't take, you don't grab it. You don't draft a guy and just drop him in your system and be like, run this. You build a system around your guy. And number oh, two point, Mac Jones minus 125. Oh, Najee's third. That's interesting. That is interesting. Trevor Lawrence is fourth at 50 to one along with Justin Fields. And and Mac Jones was plus money last week. So before the Sunday game and before tonight's game, you could still get him at plus money. There is no way that's going to happen. There's Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater's plus 15,000 breaks. You're going to be a millionaire. Uh, I mean, uh, of all the names he we just scrolled through on that list, he is playing the best uh, consistently at the most difficult position. And this isn't a Garrett Bradbury type thing. This is legit Rashawn Slater's playing well. Yeah, yeah. He, he should be in the conversation. Like um, that number next to his name is absurd. That's just the odds makers putting a number next to him because they know offensive linemen never win this award. Well, I mean, it's, it's them saying we understand he's in the conversation and people are talking about him. Um, plus fifteen thousand. If the Pats win ten games, this is this conversation is over. By the way, I mean, eh, what if the Bengals go to the playoffs and they even win a playoff game? Bree, it happens before the playoffs. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Um. All right. Let me ask you this: Do I mean I have a bet on Mac Jones to win? Offensive rookie of the year at like 10 or 11 to one, I think. Is that, I feel like that's something we gave out on here, but I don't want to. I mean, it was, it was maybe after Cam was cut where we gave, maybe, maybe even during the Cam was cut emergency podcast where we gave it out. So I don't want to yeah, act like it's like something that. we, we predicted before the season. Well, Brent, a uh, breach said 99% chance that they make the playoffs. What percent chance do they win the division? 50. Wow. I think it's pretty high. I I mean, did I get the Patriots in the Super Bowl pool? I think I did. Well, that's what I said earlier. And Brinson was all he was because Brinson mentioned taking a flyer on the Patriots in the preseason. And I, if the Patriots are 25 to one to win the Super Bowl right now, if you look around the AFC, there's no team they can't beat. I mean, here, here's the one thing I will say though. If you're Bill Belichick and you just watch Tom Brady win the Super Bowl, the one way you get that Brady Belichick argument back to even is winning a Super Bowl with Mac Jones. Cause you know what? You know, no coach and nobody in NFL history has ever done won a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. <laughs> and so boom, you win your seventh Super Bowl and you make NFL history by by doing it with a rookie QB. Uh that that brings you back into Brady. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not wrong at all. It's just funny. You're like, do you know how you get Tom Brady back? You win your own Super Bowl. But with Mac Jones. Yeah. But with Mac with a rookie. Not Cam also, Newton, but with a rookie. What about what about the very distinct possibility? I mean, like it's not that far fetched. Pats, Bucks, LA. Yeah, you were tweeting about this LA versus LA. That ain't happening. Who thinks LA versus LA is happening for a Super Bowl? It'd just be fun. LA versus LA. Brenton LA. only thought that for two weeks. He gave up on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> now we, yeah, now we're starting going Pats Bucks before the season. But Breach, Breach, Breach you, on that too. Did I draft um, the Patriots breach? I'm trying to remember in our Super Bowl draft. I think so. I was hoping I'd get the pass. No, I think C Red did. Ah, dang it. That's why everybody loved his uh his is looking even better. I know. Dang it. No, you did, Wilson. You did. Oh. My bad. You have yeah. Packers, Ravens, Patriots, Panthers. And Ooh, now that's looking better. Maybe if we revote each week, Princeton, you should run that poll each week and see how much it changes. But but I mean, this is how this is how just how the NFL works where in it's just the news cycle moves so fast that you forget about the. I mean, Jamar Chase three weeks ago had a 200 receiving yard mm-hmm. game. <laughs> just like, well, it's Mac Jones, obviously now. Um, and he's just he is being a game manager. Like Jamar Chase has had way more splash plays 
in quotation marks, and bunny ears, as Breach likes to say. But as Breach noted, he plays the most difficult position Mac Jones does uh, of any of the positions besides it, kicker. Look, it's a, it's a, oh, these award markets are very fickle. The Bengals have lost their last two games, and Jamar Chase has 80, uh, 81 yards total on nine catches in those two games. So he's fallen behind Mac Jones as the Patriots have won five straight games. Again, like, Oh, there, look at that. That's fancy. Oh, my, my, wow. my. That's a sweet graphic. That's why you got to watch on YouTube. Everybody's listening on audio. We got the sweet graphic of our Super Bowl draft up there. And by the way, Brinson's God. poll, Brinson's poll got a little ugly for Brinson. That's oh, fine. it did. But that doesn't mean anything because his teams could still win and then he'll get the last laugh. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Chiefs and Rams. That's, a, that's an easy Super Bowl combination. Well, the Rams just got. I, I like Wilson's little combo there. I think um, I think uh, C Red C Red won going away, right, Breach? C Red got forty point three percent of the vote. Mercy. I got twenty three point eight percent. Wilson got twenty percent, and Brinson got sixteen percent. Yeah, all right, that's close. I mean, look, I don't want to devolve into this Super Bowl draft talk in the middle of the podcast. I, I don't like. I mean, would you be? Would you put? Would you put money? Your your money. On the Cardinals, Titans, or Colts to win the Super Bowl at their respective odds. No. Right. Well, that's why we didn't draft him. That's why C Red ended up with him. Well, no, I'm just saying that like like he's got the Bucks. Don't get me wrong. Like I think there's I mean the Bucks could win, but you know, I mean Well, I think you... top to bottom, he has the best. Like if you look at our fourth choices, I would take the Colts probably over the Bengals. But none States, of those teams are going. Or Panthers. Yeah. And would you, I would probably take the Titans over the Chargers and 49ers, but probably not. The, I would take the Patriots and that, you know, like I think you Wilson's look the, looks. The, I think Wilson's looks. The, looks I was gonna say, if you could trade to trade for one person's team, who would you trade for? I think if you flipped, if you gave me Pats instead of 49ers, that I would win the poll. Probably, maybe. Chiefs, yeah. Rams, uh, Pats, and Saints. That's but I really think if good... you gave me Pats instead yeah. of Chargers, I would yeah. win the ball. Right. right. Or if you, well, how about how about swap out Pats instead of Bengals? Yeah. So well, well you can only trade. You can only trade in the same level. That's oh, what I was Dima doing. Has something. Dima's I was like, going to the Eagles. <laughs> exactly. Uh, everybody in the chat was saying in the Instagram comments, what swung the votes was getting the number one team in the AFC in the third round when he picked the Titans. That's what like convinced everybody. Wow. Right. Yeah, that's a good fair one. enough. And we do sleep on the Titans, and every January the Titans, if Derek Henry's and, and back, the Titans schedule is cake, and yeah. they're now that's what makes next week. And just to bring it back to the game that we just watched, the but Titans, before you answer, before you can move on, let me ask you, uh, Brinson, because Breach said fifty percent. He thinks the Patriots win the division. What do you think it is? Oh, it's. I think it's lower. I mean, I. I mean, I, I think I think the the uh, algorithms and the projection models would say it's like thirty five percent. Wait for the Patriots to win the division. Yeah. I would say it's even the actual number forty-one. Oh yeah, how about that? What is it? If 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 we see an email from Stephen O with Sportsline's numbers and it's forty-one, you realize that we know you're, and it came in before eleven fifty-one p.m. You know, no, I'm not looking. Unfortunately, going to have to call you out on that. I um, think more. I think forty-one sounds about right. Like fifty seems brash. It it is not it is not crazy at all to suggest that. The Pats can split with the Bills, and I, I have to look at. It. I think the Pats have an easier schedule outside of the Bills. Well, strength of schedule. I'm sweating this Bills over somehow. Thank you. Strength of schedule, according to what Debo has up, is easier for the Bills going forward. It looks like, right? 
But that's strength of schedule based on their wins. So oh, that's on their wins. Yeah. I have to look on. So the Bills are have the Colts at home. The Patriots, Sunday. the Patriots have the twelfth hardest strength of schedule left. The Bills have the thirteenth hardest. Oh, okay. So they're playing the schedule. So it basically comes down to those two, like the two games against each other. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's 59 41 or maybe it's 55 45. Like I wouldn't, what is the, all right, what is the, so the, the first Bills Pats game is in Buffalo, December 6th, ooh, 8 15. That means it's Monday Night Football. Hello. Monday Night Football. And the last time those two teams played, by the way, the Bills beat the crap out of the Patriots in primetime, like humiliated them last year. Yeah, but that was a if if you were if that game was happening this Monday night, in a you know, obviously fictional world where the Patriots don't have two days of rest, three days of rest, what would that line be? Where's the game? In Buffalo. Uh, minus uh, like minus two. Uh, that ga- that that second game last year. I mean, that second game last year, Jared Stidham played like half the game, so I don't even like consider that a good gauge. I mean, of- the Bills the Bills ran at the score to let the Pats know. Well, and you don't think Belichick's going to remember that? I, no, that's my whole point, is that he does remember that. So I minus mean, two, what don't you like about that? I think it's a good line. I thought that you would oh, I like thought you minus, minus five or six. No, no. Because uh-uh. I, I, I was hoping it would be, I was hoping you would say like five, six, maybe make a mistake and say seven. I would be like, I want the bats. No, no, no. I think minus two has to be at least minus three. Well, here's the thing, is that the Pats are about to play the number one seeded Titans that we just talked about. What do you think the point spread will be for that game? Where's that? That is in New England. And I've actually got a point spread on my. I'm going to say. I'm oh, sorry. Good. I'm going to guess Titans. I got to pull it up. You guys guess Titan, and I'm pulling say it up. Titans plus one. Prince, what do you think? It's in New England. Uh, well, I know important factor here. I, I, I think this is very important for betting on Sunday. Don't. If you, if you made your pick, Wilson, you can't change. But <laughs> the Titans just saw the Patriots win convincingly on national TV. I think there's a pretty good chance Mike Vrabel is thinking ahead past the terrible Texans to the Pats. Very good spot to bet the Texans plus 10 and a half or plus 10 against the Titans. Do not do that. That offense is dog dude. I mean, it was okay when, when Tyrod Taylor was healthy go. in week one and the first half of week right. two, it wasn't horrible. Right. So if he's not rusty anymore, it could be okay. I don't think they're going to beat the Titans, but it could be That's okay. So, What's Brinson, the- what do you think the point spread is for this Patriots-Titans game? I finally pulled it up. Um, do the... In New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the... Do the t- Wilson, what'd you guess? Titans? Plus one. Titans plus one. Do the Titans, Titans favored by cover- one or underdog by one? They're underdogs by one. Okay. That's what plus one means. <laughs> well, I, I was just clarifying because he's saying that the number one seed in the conference... There's no way in hell the Titans are favored going into New England. Oh, you don't think so? What do you think it's going to be, Will Brinson? I thought I was being bold. I I was going to guess Pats minus three. Boom. Brinson knows his point spreads. It's Pats minus three. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. If the Titans only sneak past the Texans. It's going to shoot up. Right. So, like, if you have – like, I don't have access to next week's betting lines because I'm in North Carolina – if you have access to next week's betting lines, I do. You, like in Vegas, can you do that? You can bet oh, yeah. a game oh, yeah. three weeks from now. On some of the apps too, like I can do the week ahead, one week ahead, but not any further. Ah, what about that? So that's what I'm saying. If 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 you think like I do that the Texans will keep it close with the Titans as the Titans look ahead to the Pats game next week, it would behoove you to bet on the Pats minus three now because that's probably Pats minus five when we do our little early odds show on Sunday afternoon, Bridge or Sunday evening. The thing is, Pats minus five. I might be taking the Titans. 
I don't know, man. It well, and, and the other thing about this is that Mike Vrabel has never lost to the Patriots. Boom. He used to play for Patriots. He knows Belichick. He knows what he does. And he is 2-0 against Belichick. And but, he was underdog both times. But that goes – and what was the play? Does that count the playoff game? That counts the playoff game. Yeah. One regular season game where the Titans won 34-10 to and then the playoff game where they won 20-13, but really 14-13 because Brady threw that pick six with – 50 seconds left. Oh, right. There's a Patriots player. But that goes back His to my point about pass taking. Yeah. That goes back to my point about taking the Texans. Like Mike Vrabel is keenly aware that they're playing the Patriots in two weeks. I think he wants to go into. Is it uh 50% chance Vrabel's not even there on Sunday because he's focusing on the Patriots game. He's like, you guys take care of the Texans. I'm going to stay in Nashville and focus on this. It, it, no, it's in Nashville. So Texans are coming to town. I think they're going to try and run Dante Foreman like. 30 times and get out of dodge with a win with their defense. And the Texans come through the back door pretty easily. Pretty so easily. have you seen this Texans team? Well, they're terrible. They couldn't come through. The, they had the the back door, like two. It was like, or maybe it was Jacoby. It was like, like swinging the, 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 uh, what's the swinging, uh, swinging screen door, screen door. Thank you. How do I, <laughs> God. I have screen doors in my house. What do I do it? cut off. Maybe. Um, Okay. Anything else from this particular game? We're going to do like 10 or 15 minutes in the chat. Hit the, are the like Falcons button. Are the Falcons playoff hopes? They're done. There's nothing because they were only a game or half a game out. And now, and they had what, a What win. is your point difference over the last two weeks? Like minus 72? Are you can you mean with the Patriots and the Cowboys? I mean, they're only averaging one and a half points per game. So probably yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Falcons What's 40 tough. plus 25? That's their point differential. Negative 65. <laughs> Should our pal Jonathan Jones issue an apology? For his apology to the Falcons. That's the question. He recants his apology. So he needs to apologize for his apology. Right. Oh, okay. Apologize and then recant. Uh, smash that like button. We're trying to give away a Brinson Sucks hat. Ooh, and one other thing. Final score, <laughs> 25 to nothing. Only the second time this century we have seen a final score of 25 to nothing. The other one happened in 2002, Buccaneers over Ravens. Okay. I also, on that score... I mean, imagine if the Pats had somehow made one more field goal. Uh, and, and, and Young Wake, who didn't miss, had missed his field goal, and, his, and the final is 28-3. Which wasn't his fault. Let me just say real right. quick, when you hit a 45-yarder uh, and you get your team gets flagged for illegal formation on a field goal, there's no. it's not that hard to line up legally on a field goal. You just get out there and you do your thing. It's not like you're a receiver. You have to pay attention to where you are on the line. Getting flagged for an illegal formation on a field goal is just the most – dumbest penalty you could possibly take. Uh, and so the Falcons just played dumb tonight, and that was – epitomized it. The Falcons – the Falcons were not a good football team when Arthur Smith came in. They are stuck in this weird purgatory where they have Matt Ryan as a veteran, like borderline Hall of Fame quarterback who is frankly too old to be playing with the rest of this roster and needs to be sent somewhere where he can win post-Falcons life. And, and they have a couple like really good building blocks. AJ Terrell and Kyle Pitts count, and and Thomas Dimitrov probably set him back about five or ten years with the offensive line selections in that uh, what was it 2019 when we were in Nashville. Yes. Yep. Took Lindstrom and McGarry. Yep. Trade yeah. up. And, and I'm not saying that like those guys are bad players. Like it takes some time to become a good offensive lineman, but they tried to draft those guys and fix everything in the draft by trading into the first round with offensive linemen that you can't do it like that. It, it, it very rarely works. So and the, are- the irony is that the clip that Ryan tweeted out earlier tonight, that was from back in February where he said, Mac Jones is the second best quarterback in the draft. 
That was after Ryan had just written a mock draft saying the Falcons should take Mac Jones uh, to replace Matt Ryan. And here we are. Do I say don't want him? Or? No, that's no. he did. Where's that's that, uh, that's he's right. He, they should have done it. You're, but here's we're the thing. On the Falcons. Where would Mac Jones be right now if he were playing this Falcons team? Where would exactly. the Patriots be right now? Uh, I don't know who would be worse off, the Patriots or Mac Jones. Cam Newton would probably still be the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a weird... Uh, Which so, means Sam well, Darnold will be starting this week, or P.J. Walker. An old... Uh, it wouldn't be Darnold. An old Dave Damashek, uh What if... Or in NF... Or what does he do? NFL. NFL. What if? NFL. Yeah, that's right. Love that stuff. What if Dwight Clark didn't catch the catch? He did. That's just depressing. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, we will hang around in the chat. If you have questions, anything, you can ask about uh, uh, child rearing from John Breach. You can ask uh, Wilson what uh, what what uh, what guard he uses when he shaves his head. You can ask me about hair plugs. Anything you want. There you go. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll see you in the chat in just a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs>